On some level, we all wonder at existence. We look for meaning within and without. We try to make sense of why we're here and what we're doing about it. We've also been given in one way or another systems for making sense and making meaning. This show, The Ripening, is space to wonder at the scaffolding that makes you, you, and what you believe about yourself, about the divine, and about others. We wonder at the systems for explaining that we've been given, and if they're current and in alignment with us now. If not, there's invitation to renovate the heck out of your inner world. I'm your host, spiritual director, and artist, Karen Hibner. Join me in the ebb and flow of being and wondering about it. Hey, it's Karen. Today I want to talk about letting go or succumbing to the flow of living. If you've been around my channels a little bit, aka my Instagram maybe, or like my email newsletter because I've been away from podcasting for so long, If you've been in my email newsletter, you have probably heard me mention a little bit about succumbing to the flow of life. This is a theme that's been coming up over the last few years. It's something that I like to talk about with friends. So if you've heard me jabber on about it, you're welcome. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, Welcome back. I don't know. Everyone I'm working with right now has pretty much received some image of them in a river, noticing or becoming part of the flow. I also had an experience where in my spiritual direction office hours called Wonder Hours, a couple months ago, I brought this up with the person because they were struggling with like, what am I, like, what, how do I spend my days right now? Like, am I doing this right kind of thing? Because they've just gone through a life transition and I brought this image to them and they were like, okay, yeah, I have my own river image. And I was like, okay, yeah, apparently We're all getting this right now. So if you're not, don't feel like an outsider. This is your invitation. This is how it, this is, this is where your river image comes from is right here in this session. And that's beautiful. And that's great. So this is the gift of what I do. I get these incredible bird's eye view of what so many people in kind of similar, but very different places are processing on right now. And I get to gather all of those up and, I don't know, hold them in myself and also maybe give them back here and there in conversations and this space, this sounds like a really great thing for this space. So anyhow, we all seem to move through this, these same ebbs and flows together sometimes. So I wanted to gift you this idea of succumbing to the flow of living and how the river image helps so much here. So letting go. We are not talking about forgiveness here or water under the bridge. We are talking about a way of being. So I'm not talking about the intricacies of forgiveness or why you should forgive and how you should forgive better or letting go of like tough relationships or anything like that. I'm not necessarily talking about any of that in specifics. We're talking about a way of being, a letting go way of 
being, a way of being that is about succumbing to the flow of life and living, which some people may attribute just to like an energetic flow. I attribute to like succumbing to the flow of the divine, which is divine. To me, I would say succumbing to the flow of divine love, because that's what I believe animates this life and what we are trying to sink further and further into as truth and reality is love which then that's where we extrapolate grace for self, grace for others, all of these things. And that we're all just kind of trying to sink into this love further and further. Okay, so it's a way of being. So let's also name that letting go in 2020 versus letting go in 2021 is is vastly different. And the same thing for 2019. I mean, learning to succumb to the flow of living in the last year has looked so incredibly and massively different than it would have two years ago. And, you know, six months ago versus today, it all looks so different. So there's grace in that. It's an ebb and a flow and there's flexibility here. And we're just discovering what's happening, right? We're just discovering. So in 2020, we were stripped of so many of our illusions of control. It was a forced letting go. So a pandemic forced us to look at a lot of the things that we were holding tightly to, a lot of the things that gave us identity, a lot of things that told us we were worthwhile, we were valued. A lot of those things were stripped away. So in 2021, I'm seeing people still really grappling from the stripping down of 2020, but willing to wonder at where else they're holding too tightly and how letting go can become a way of life succumbing to the flow of the river that is letting go as a way of life. So this sounds super abstract and it's also not abstract at all. So venture with me here. We're not necessarily talking about anxiety in specific. We're not talking about letting go in that way, but also maybe we are. So that's where it's like, it's abstract and it's not abstract. It's specific and it's not specific. It's super broad. It's a way of life that then affects the specifics, the anxiety, the relationships, the all of those things. So I used to hear it in Christian culture as contentment that goes beyond any circumstance or instead of contentment, joy, joy that goes beyond any circumstance. So I remember in college, a friend of mine was processing on like, what does true joy look like? And the example they were using at the time, which is like a very, very, very tiny, tiny kind of elementary example of like what I'm talking about was like, if you get a flat tire and you're on the side of the road, your emotions don't have to be impacted by that. You can still have contentment. You can still have joy. Like you don't have to make that mean anything for you about you or your life, or you don't have to be angry. You don't have to respond in these different ways, but that there can be this like being piece, this lifestyle piece that sets the tone for how you respond and how you react. So this also bleeds into, you've heard me say it before, we're human beings versus human doings. And I will always attribute that to one of my professors. She drilled that into me. And that's a small gift that I can take from her and give to everyone that I meet. We are human beings, not doings. I do not believe in striving. And this is a beautiful illustration of this. At one point, my mentor at the time I was really struggling with this idea of being 
thinking versus doing. And I was very stuck in this performative nature. My mentor at the time gave me a Rumi poem. She said that my spiritual practice at the time could simply be wondering about this Rumi poem and making my pour over in the morning because you know that I make pour overs and I do not do batch coffee. This Rumi poem about being melting snow, becoming like melting snow, simply being. We are not here to strive, to hustle, or to perform. We're not. We're just simply not. You can disagree with me here, but we're not. I'm right. I'm right here. This doesn't mean we're just here to contemplate existence or navel gaze, as some of the professors that critiqued my program in seminary would say. After all, I say almost every day that contemplation breeds action, but the action comes from an outpouring of understanding our being and being completely and totally and wholly loved as human beings and not human doings. So just take a minute. Let go of all of the voices that tell you you have to perform. They're usually called, let's be real, white supremacy culture, capitalism, etc. Stuff like coming from a high-performing culture, yada yada. Just let them fall away for a second and see what's left. See what you really believe about being a human being instead of a human doing. So take a breath. Pause this if you want. Do it right now. Write it down for later. Do it. An image I use for meditation but seems to be good for all of life is like a package on a belt in a distribution building. So like think of like an Amazon distribution warehouse or like USPS or something like that. They have all of those like belts that like run in all different directions. At least that's what I assume. Um, I've never been in one. But that my thoughts are each individual package on these belts and I can choose to pick up these thoughts or not. That's the meditation. But in life, it would be my thoughts, what I make situations mean, if I need to confront someone about their statements or not, or anything, it can be anything, are these packages on this belt. I have a directee whose image is also being in a river. There's debris floating down the river, this debris of this former life, of these former beliefs, and they just don't have to pick it up. The the divine is taking care of it. The divine is this, this river that washes and is washing it away and also intervenes with these things. They're tempted to pick it up. They're tempted to touch it. They're tempted to pick it up and wonder at it and decide if they need it or not, but it's not for them to deal with. So right now in their phase of where they are, they let it just like roll by and see what happens. I don't condone ignoring your issues. I want to say that. But I also don't think we need to meddle in things that are none of our business or out of our control. I've had the privilege of sitting with someone that used to always say, it's none of my business. That trying to figure out some of the biggest questions and discrepancies in their beliefs just wasn't their business. I loved the freedom there. That feels like them succumbing to their distinct flow in life. What this mindset or way of being brings us is peace and resiliency. Peace in the way of not getting worked up about everything, not having to pick up every thought or pick up everything that we feel. Resiliency in the way of nervous system resiliency. So I've always heard blessed are the flexible, and I've since found out that Michael McGriffey is maybe the one that said that. It gives me the heebie-jeebies to say it now just because of the community that I got it from, but in some ways... It's about resiliency and nervous system resiliency. 
Blessed are the flexible because they don't experience these responsive outbursts or they don't experience like feeling that their whole life is off track because of one little hiccup. Blessed are the flexible because they aren't getting worked up about every little thing. They're trusting the journey. They're trusting themselves. They're trusting the divine. They're assuming the best of others. So how do we journey further into the flow of living? And in my perspective, the flow of divine love. We heal. We heal the inner child. We heal in general or around trauma and traumatic experiences. We grow in self-acceptance and inner hospitality. We grow in deep knowing of our worth and our purpose, which purpose is tricky. Maybe we'll talk about that again later. We break the stress cycle or finish the stress cycle and we heal Practices that give us that healing or break the stress cycle, meditation, spiritual direction. My husband talks about Teflon pan mind. He's a therapist. Teflon pan mind, things just slide out of your little skillet of your mind or the USPS picture that I shared before. Therapy, therapy helps us heal. Yoga or moving your body, doing things that bring you joy. If that's travel or cooking or learning about cooking, painting, any of those things, those practices help you heal. But it's also not just all like quote unquote self-care and like doing your thing. It's also doing the intentional work of putting in the effort of meditation, of conversing through issues, of trying to break the stress cycle intentionally by doing anything, any number of the things that stop hormonal stress response. So I wonder, what are you learning about being a human? What does your river look like? What is your opportunity or invitation around succumbing to the flow of living and even deeper than that maybe if it is a river metaphor are you in a boat are you floating is it moving what's the water like are there things floating down the river are there people around use this image to your benefit to wonder at what life is looking like right now and where you're going within it and even further if you believe in a higher power how connected are they what do they look like in this river metaphor and where are they going with you thanks for being here be well my friend and an honor to journey with you. I hope for all good things for you and everyone you know. If you enjoy this show, like, rate, follow, and subscribe, and send it to a friend. This show is produced on Arapahoe land and is a production of me, Karen Hibner. I'm your producer, editor, and sound designer. Check out more about me, how to sit with me one-on-one for spiritual direction or supervision, and all things Karen Hibner podcast production and art at karenhibner.com. Be well, y'all.